Welcome to the second episode of the High School Business and Personal Finance Teachers Podcast. Stay tuned for our interview with Jacqueline Prester. Jacqueline is a business teacher at Mansfield High School in Mansfield, Massachusetts. Stay tuned for the interview. Virtual business simulations are the leading cloud-based educational simulations for teaching business, personal finance, and marketing at the high school level. There are currently eight different virtual business simulations available. Retail, hotel, restaurant, management, personal finance, accounting, sports and entertainment marketing, and fashion. Virtual business simulations are used in one-third of the high schools in the U.S. You can learn more about virtual business simulations at www.knowledgematters.com. Welcome back to the Knowledge Matters podcast, the podcast where we talk to high school business teachers about how they got started teaching and tips and tricks they have for teaching business to high school students. I want to welcome our latest guest, Jacqueline Prester. Jacqueline teaches business at Mansfield High School in Mansfield, Massachusetts. And in 2015, she won the Massachusetts Business Teacher of the Year Award. Jacqueline, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me, Jeff. I'm happy to be here. Great. Well, can you tell us what classes do you currently teach at Mansfield High School? Right now, I teach entrepreneurship, personal finance, and a new class this year that um, goes over Google applications. We just became a Google school, so it's a brand new course for us. Great. Um, and how did you first uh, get started teaching business? I am actually a career changer. I Right out of school, right out of college, I was working in the financial software industry and the part of my job that I really liked was training my clients. I used to go around the country and teach training sessions for them. And I started liking that part of my job more and more until all I could think about was changing careers and doing that all day long. So I started teaching. Great. And so how long have you been doing that? This is my 11th year at Mansfield High School. Great. And um, have you always taught business when you started there? I actually taught a half-year, a mid-year replacement position for math before I came to Mansfield. So I did half-year as a math teacher, and then I really missed business. So I looked for a position that would focus more on that, and I was able to find one. Great. And so um, can you take us through what a typical uh, day is for you at, at school? Depending on our rotation, um, some <laughs> days I don't see certain classes, um, but what we typically do, you know, in my personal finance class, um, right now we are winding up the semester, so students come in and they check their stocks. Uh, we use howthemarketworks.com to track portfolios and have the students invest and track stocks over the long term. And so when they come into class, that's the first thing they do is they, they sign into their accounts and then you know, the trash talk starts about where they are ranked against each other. Um, and so I give them about five, 10 minutes to, to work on their stocks and, you know, buy, sell, do whatever they need to do. And then we go into whatever the lesson happens to be. Um, today, we were focusing on investment for retirement. Great. Um, and so given your experience to date with uh, teaching business to high school students, 
what tips or tricks would you have for other teachers who are listening who are um, teaching business to high school students, either um, veteran teachers or maybe someone who's just starting out? Well, I've, I've really evolved since I started teaching business and I have moved away from teaching out of a textbook and tried to make the classes more real and hands-on for my students. Um, I really want it to be personal for them. You know, you, I'm teaching personal finance and they're learning how to handle money. And that is going to look very different for students who have a lot of money, students who have very little money or anywhere in between. So I tried to make it personal for them and I tried to incorporate as many simulations and real world activities for them to, you know, make it useful for them. That's the number one goal is that if, the, if it's not useful for them, they won't, they won't take it from the class and they won't use it in their real life. And, and so when you're, when you're doing that, what's kind of the planning process like for you in terms of, um, lesson planning? Um, if you're not, if you're not teaching out of a textbook, do you, do you, um, plan out a semester in advance day by day, week by week, or do you, what's your process? I, I do like the simulations that Knowledge Matters provides. So I, I do have those simulations. I, I use the virtual business and personal finance, and I like the order that those are taught in. So I, I generally go by that. But some classes need a little bit more time on a particular topic, and some classes might need less time. So generally, I know what order I'm going in, but sometimes the length of time I stop on a particular topic will vary. Um, and what I what I usually do is go through the lesson from knowledge matters. And then I add some kind of a, a personalization, some kind of a real world touch to it. So for example, when we talked about vehicles, we did a lesson afterward where the students could research the prices of real cars and come up with a reasonably priced used car, a reasonably priced new car, a fantasy car, something that they you know, if they were millionaires that they could afford. And it really puts it in perspective for them to see the differences in prices and the types of loans and the types of insurance that comes with something like that. So it really opens their eyes and, and helps them figure out what priorities they'll have. Gotcha. And so at your high school, are the business classes considered electives? Or are they part of the general curriculum? They are electives. They're all electives. And so do you have to um, entice kids to sign up? And if so, what, what do you do to do that? We do. And I, I really like to joke that I love the freshmen. I feel like if I can get the freshmen in my classes, they like the style of how we're teaching and the topics of what we're teaching. And then they tend to come back. We have lots of repeat customers, which is great. Um, <laughs> all of my classes right now are at capacity. They are 100% booked. And, and so what, what, um, what years do you teach? Is it freshmen up through seniors? They are. All of my classes are a mix of all four grade levels. Oh, okay. So it is very varied, which sometimes um, can be difficult. You know, when we do something in personal finance that relates to paychecks or insurance for cars, you know, the younger students have never had an actual job that has a pay stub that they can relate to, or they've never driven before. They have no idea how much the cost of gas is or what insurance looks like. So sometimes it's tough um, in that regard, but they get very excited because there's the promise of that happening in the future. So they want to be ready for it. Sure. 
Well, um, I'm curious, uh, do you have a sense of when your students come into your classroom, uh, how much of a knowledge they already have about personal finance and then even beyond personal finance, just business in general? Um, I mean, obviously, um, you know, I, I would be willing to, to say that, you know, teenagers are aware of brands and businesses, whether it's an Apple or Facebook or, or um, Snapchat. But, but do you find that they, um, it's kind of eye-opening for them to, to discover, like, the business decisions that go into, you know, how much something is priced or, or how car insurance works? I I do agree. And I, I think when they come into the class, there is a varying level of pre-existing knowledge because simply I have freshmen versus seniors and what they have experience with will definitely vary. But it's also true for something like finance or talking about money. You know, it, it varies in their families. Some families are very um, open about that and they have conversations and they're willing to talk to their children about budgets and bills and things like that, where some some families are not as prone to talk about that that kind of stuff. So I think the students that come in in that situation, they have more to learn. And sometimes they're a little overwhelmed by exactly how much things cost or what goes into making a decision um, in terms of pricing a product or any kind of a, a business decision based on money. Hmm. Um, so I know you mentioned a little bit earlier, but I, I wondered if you could kind of take us through how do you use the Knowledge Matters business simulations with your students? I love the simulations. <laughs> um, we've been using them for quite a while. Uh, we were very lucky to get the first one, the virtual business one, years ago was installed on the computers. It wasn't um, on the cloud. So we received that through a grant and it was fantastic. We loved it. Um, was that and then, the, the accounting or personal finance or the personal finance, the okay. virtual business yep. mm -hmm. one, we used that one and it kind of grew from there because I, I loved it and it worked really well with the students. They loved the idea of being able to get instant grades. You know, they would read something, they would, they would take their quiz and they would get um, feedback right away. And then with the simulations, they really enjoyed playing the characters that they had and making decisions for them and see what kind of results came from those decisions. So it, we had such a good experience with that, that when the, the new version came out where it was cloud-based, um, it was very easy to convince the school that this is a jump we should take. So we, we transitioned to the other version. And then we also added some others on as well. So I use the restaurant one in my entrepreneurship class mm -hmm. and then our marketing teacher uses the retail um not the retail the sports management one in his class great so expanded and it's it's been great they love it and so do you do you find that you typically work through the sim through all the lessons do you kind of divide it up because you know there is that option to pick and choose which lessons you use I go through them pretty much in the order that they are. There's a, a few that I shift around depending on how many days I have to work with in a particular week or, you know, if a vacation's coming up and I want to fit something in. Um, but I generally introduce the topic and let them work through the reading and the math um, quizzes themselves and, and work at their own pace to kind of gauge where this, the class knowledge is. Um, 
And then I do give my students the opportunity to reset any of the grades. So it gives them that, that chance to do better, to push themselves, and it motivates them to, to get a higher score. And then the students work on the simulation and we talk about it. And then I incorporate some kind of a, a real-world activity after it. And that's typically the, the order that I go in for each, for each lesson. Great. Um, well, I was curious, do your students participate in any of the virtual business challenges that we run each year? We have not. Mm-hmm. No. And and I'm curious about uh, why that is. I mean, I'm not <laughs> I'm not trying to put you on the spot. I, I think it <laughs> no. just I think it just helps us in terms of our our thinking internally. Um, for us, honestly, it's a transition year. Okay. We have a brand new schedule in our school where the students are taking more classes now, and we drop a class every day. So it's it's been a real transition as a teacher as well, because our class periods are a different length and we went from trimesters to semesters. So there's so much in flux that it was hard to take on anything new this year. Sure, sure. Um, I understand. It just kind of go status quo and figure out how everything that we did fits into our new current timeline and then go from there. Gotcha. Gotcha. So um, I'm wondering what keeps you motivated as a teacher? I... I love learning. I love school. <laughs> so I'm I'm a great teacher in that regard because I never stop learning. If there's something new and exciting, if there's a new theory or a new project or something new that's happening in classrooms, I want to do it too. So I'm I'm always pushing myself to, to to incorporate the new stuff in in my classroom because my students deserve it. My students uh, deserve to be able to use the latest and greatest technology or participate in activities that are going to be fun and push the limits on their creative thinking and problem solving skills. I I try to incorporate a lot of that into what I do. Great. Well, that's all the questions that I had. Is there anything we didn't discuss or any final words of wisdom that you would have for other high school business teachers who might be listening? I just think, you know, give the students the opportunity to be creative. I, th- I think they really run with it when they have that chance. Um, I think sometimes people tend to regard business as a, a closed area of, um, of study. And I, I find that that's really far from the truth. You, there are so many different directions you could jump into. And if you give the students a little bit of leeway in, in picking that, I, I think it really helps and it gets them more engaged. Gotcha. Well, um, again, we've been speaking with Jacqueline Prester, who teaches high school business in Mansfield, Massachusetts. And Jacqueline, thanks for doing this interview. Thanks, Jeff. Glad to be here.